0: Hello and welcome back to Endopod. This week, we'll be exploring an interesting finding that women are less affected by the coronavirus outbreak. As of 14th July, it was found that in England and Wales, men made up nearly two-thirds of COVID-related deaths in people under 85 years old and three-quarters of COVID patients who died in intensive care are also men. Worldwide, a similar trend is also seen. In Italy and China, deaths of men are more than double those of women and even in general, women tend to live longer than men. This trend seen in COVID-19 is now thought to be due to the fact that women produce the hormone oestrogen, amongst other biological sex differences. Throughout this episode, we'll cover what estrogen's role is normally and why it gives a certain degree of immunity to women. So, what is oestrogen? It is one of the female sex hormones produced mainly by the ovaries. There are three forms of oestrogen produced in the body. Estrone, estradiol and estriol. They all have slightly different functions and timings. Estrone is produced after menopause. It is a weaker form of oestrogen. Estradiol is the most common type of oestrogen and is actively produced in the women during their reproductive years. Estriol is mainly present during pregnancy and peaks just before birth. Oestrogen plays a variety of roles in the body. One of its well-known functions is to help develop and maintain the female reproductive system and female secondary sexual characteristics such as the growth of breasts, widening of hips and growth of pubic hair. Along with the other main female hormone progesterone, oestrogen controls the menstrual cycle which is on average 28 days long. This occurs in women until they reach menopause and oestrogen and progesterone levels begin to fall. There are long-term effects of having low estrogen levels after menopause, including increased risk of heart disease, osteoporosis, diabetes, dementia and obesity. A lot of these conditions are comorbidities that are associated with higher risk of COVID-19 disease. So already we see why males may be at higher risk due to the fact that they have very little estrogen, and this applies to females who have been through menopause to an extent. To understand how oestrogen affects our immune system, let's see how it normally functions. Our immune system is complicated, with many types of cells and molecules at play. We have innate immunity which happens quickly in response to the entry of any pathogen and involves phagocytes, natural killer cells and neutrophils. Phagocytes and neutrophils phagocytose the pathogen whereas natural killer cells produce cytotoxic molecules that attack the pathogens. This initial response occurs within 12 hours of exposure to a pathogen. After this, the adaptive immune response gets activated in our bodies. This mainly includes the actions of cells called T and B lymphocytes. T lymphocytes can directly attack pathogens, whereas B lymphocytes produce antibodies which then go on to attack pathogens. Lymphocytes are highly specific cells that are responsible for immunological memory. All the white blood cells that we just talked about have estrogen receptors on their surfaces. Oestrogen can affect how these cells behave and numbers of these cells too. It is known to improve the lifespan of phagocytes, neutrophils and natural killer cells so they can have an effect for longer. It also improves the numbers of all types of T cells, allowing for a stronger response against any infection, including (laughs) COVID-19. The increased susceptibility of male mice to SARS was associated with elevated virus titers, enhanced vascular leakage, and alveolar edema. The studies also showed that removing oestrogen from the female mice increased the number of inflammatory cells in their lungs, which increased their risks of suffering the severe effects of the disease. Researchers have suggested that oestrogen may play an important role in protecting women against diseases like COVID-19. Studies performed on mice by infecting them with a closely related disease called Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, also known as SARS, caused by a different strain of coronavirus, showed that the female mice were less susceptible to the infection. COVID-19 is thought to generate mass inflammation within the lungs, leading to a disruption of the pulmonary vasculature. This in itself will decrease the amount of oxygen being picked up at the lungs, leading to acute respiratory distress syndrome, also known as ARDS. When patients reach later stages of infection, the body will try to fight off the infection by sending leukocytes to the lungs, causing a big inflammatory reaction, and the ARDS is a consequence of this inflammation. I'm sure the word cytokine storms are very familiar as they've been used all over the news and social media. Ultimately, ARDS occurs due to these cytokine storms. In the later stages of infection, coronavirus leads to the release of excessive amounts of pro-inflammatory cytokines, And they recruit immune cells to the lungs. These immune cells not only destroy the virus, they also attack healthy cells within the lungs. This is what leads to ARDS and even multi-organ failure in severe cases. It is thought that oestrogen actually reduces the likelihood of cytokine storms from taking place since it reduces cytokines responsible for recruiting immune cells to the lungs. A Chinese study found that there was a negative correlation between estradiol and the levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines such as IL-6, IL-8, IL-2R, and TNF-alpha. This decreases the chances of severe COVID-19 disease. Another aspect of how estrogen reduces the likelihood of severe COVID disease is through its action on the ACE2 receptor. It is known that the coronavirus uses its spike protein to enter cells via this receptor. The oestrogen receptor is found in various tissues, including the mucosal linings of the heart, lungs, nose, eyes, and more. Oestrogen actually leads to a decrease in expression of this receptor, so coronavirus cannot invade as effectively. This is another explanation as to why males may be at higher risk for COVID-19. You may think that females after menopause should also be at higher risk as they have low oestrogen levels, but luckily this is not the case. Even after menopause, females do have very small amounts of oestrogen in the form of estrone and this is thought to be sufficient enough to provide that extra protection. So, this begs the question, could oestrogen replacement therapy be a possible treatment for COVID-19? Could it potentially make males less susceptible to severe COVID disease? There are several trials going on at the moment to investigate the benefits of administering oestrogen for those with coronavirus infection. A US trial started in April is currently looking into whether providing an oestrogen skin patch to 110 COVID-positive patients for seven days would reduce the severity of the symptoms compared to the regular care given. Similarly, in England, there are trials to assess the potential effects of oestrogen on reducing the severity and mortality from COVID-19. Currently, there's a big COVID symptom study taking place using an app to monitor the progress of the population with and without COVID-19. More than 3 million people in the UK have provided data via this app and it has been updated to include specific questions about periods, hormone medications and menopause in order to attain a better understanding of whether oestrogen actually has a therapeutic effect in terms of COVID. I strongly suggest that everyone downloads the COVID Symptom Study app, regardless of whether or not you have symptoms, because it has been majorly valuable in figuring out the course of the disease. And these researchers are constantly finding new things about COVID, and ultimately, this will help us all. So at the moment, we don't have a completely clear picture of whether providing hormone replacement therapy to males and even postmenopausal females will help reduce the chances of severe COVID disease. However, the science behind it does state that oestrogen does help, but the issue is that we don't know exactly how this will pan out in males. More trials and studies need to be performed in order to safely state the benefits of providing oestrogen patches and other replacements in COVID patients. If we are able to find a breakthrough, this could be monumental in reducing the deaths due to COVID-19. We have talked about oestrogen in great detail, but it is important we touch on testosterone, the main male hormone. Males are said to be more susceptible to severe COVID-19 disease, not just because they lack estrogen, but also because they actively produce testosterone. In terms of viral entry, it is thought that testosterone boosts the ability of the coronavirus to bind to the ACE2 receptor. This is because it increases the levels of an enzyme called TMPRSS2, which cleaves the coronavirus spike antigen genes to enhance its fusion with host cell membranes. So males are more susceptible in this way too. Men are also generally more susceptible to cardiovascular pathology such as hypertension, myocardial infarction and more. Cardiac issues have a variety of underlying causes and it isn't just due to higher testosterone levels but elevated testosterone has been observed in patients with underlying heart problems. In terms of COVID-19, it has been well established that those with underlying heart conditions are more prone to getting the severe form of the illness, and even after getting infected, it has been observed that patients are more likely to get acute myocardial injury. In addition to this, it is thought that testosterone acts on the immune system in males, predisposing them to take a different course when trying to fight off infection testosterone may have an immunosuppressive effect allowing coronavirus to invade more readily and suppresses the production of pro-inflammatory cytokines which normally recruit leukocytes to fight off a pathogen. It also decreases the number of T lymphocytes giving off a weaker immune response to any infection. These are just a few of many ways that testosterone makes men more susceptible to becoming infected and perhaps a further explanation as to why males are more likely to suffer from severe COVID-19 disease. However, interestingly, it seems that testosterone provides an advantage in terms of thromboembolic risk in COVID-19 patients. Normally, in seriously ill COVID patients, severe alveolar epithelial and endothelial damage has been observed. These patients usually show higher levels of fibrinogen and D-dimer and a longer prothrombin time, so they're more prone to thrombosis and complications such as pulmonary thromboembolisms, which are fatal. Endothelial dysfunctions lead to the release of prothrombotic factors such as the von Willebrand factor and p-selectin, and it is thought that sexual hormones may also play a role in the regulation of thrombosis. Now, testosterone may have a direct antithrombotic role on coagulation and fibrinolysis, suggesting it is actually advantageous in this one particular situation. It seems that testosterone dampens platelet activation according to a recent study, as well as increasing the synthesis and secretion of nitric oxide, which is a powerful inhibitor of platelet activation. So it can be speculated that testosterone may protect males in comparison to females in terms of excessive platelet activation. So, in this episode we have looked at why men seem to be more affected by COVID-19 than women and it is largely due to the fact that women produced oestrogen. As a summary, oestrogen enhances the immune system in several ways, and in general, females produce a more robust immune response for any infection. Having said this, it is important to say that females are not immune to the coronavirus, and there are many other factors which determine the outcome of COVID-19 in patients, including underlying health conditions, ethnicity, and much more. We have only covered the potentially beneficial effects of oestrogen in this episode. There are many studies taking place at the moment to see if we can implement estrogen replacement therapy in combating COVID-19 and hopefully we can get promising results with time. Until then we should try and curb the spread of coronavirus as much as we can by following social distancing measures and maintaining personal hygiene. I hope you have enjoyed this week's episode and learned about the protective role of estrogen. Join us next week for another interesting episode as part of our CoVendo series. Please do follow us on our Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages. Please like and share the podcast with all your friends and colleagues and of course I always welcome any feedback. If you have any requests for future podcasts then absolutely let us know. As always we're very grateful for the support we are receiving. Stay safe and happy, this is Hepsi Xavier signing off.